Tonight's show of sexual magic is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Are you having some problems in the bedroom? Or maybe you just want to spice up your sex life. Go to AdamandEve.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get 50% off one purchase along with free shipping. Peruse the catalog with your loved one and see if anything interests you. At AdamandEve.com, promo code DRINKINGBROS gets you 50% off in free shipping. You're welcome. Also, HardAFSeltzer.com. Some of the finest, hardest seltzer in the land. It's 8%, so you know it's good. You'll be blacked out within an hour if you drink three of these. Or, if you're a real hombre, you can gun through a whole case. We ship right to your house in 41 states, and we're live in over 100 stores in Tennessee. Go to hardafseltzer.com today and check out the store locator. Let's start the fucking show. Riding up the side of the mountain, I come to a halt when I see an explosion inside a mining shaft much like my own. A group of men stand around the mine's opening and a small Asian man comes running out covered in dirt and mud. He's screaming and holding up a bloody piece of gold. Deja vu hits me like a fist to the butthole. What do we have here, gentlemen? I ask. All of the men turn at once and reach for their guns. I shoot the chunk of gold out of the Asian man's hand, taking off two of his fingers as well. That might seem extreme, but blowing off two of his fingers will later help me distinguish my Asian from theirs, so it's kind of a two-birds thing. The men freeze as the Asian man screams in pain. Amazingly, they're hesitant to draw, even though it's nine against one. That's how fucking badass I am. We don't want no trouble, one of them says in a thick southern accent. Okay, then I want everyone to take their pants off and tell me what the fuck you're doing here. As the men bend down and start to undress, one of them pipes up, Why do we have to take off our pants? In case one of you has any knives on you. I have 14 knives strapped to various parts of my thighs and calves as we speak, but you can't see them, can you? Everyone shakes their head no. Another man puts his hand up. Hold on, boys. Nobody let their pants hit the ground. Are you a sheriff or something? The men pause, pants at mid-thigh. Some might call me the sheriff. I'm the richest man in town, so close enough. The biggest and oldest man laughs. He pulls up his pants and whistles with two fingers. <laughs> Out of a makeshift tent in the distance behind him, a beautiful topless blonde woman with milkmaid braids rolls out a wheelbarrow full of gold. She looks like she just ran down the Swiss Alps through a perfect field of tits. That's how flawless she is. My first thought is, holy shit, what if someone is richer than me? What will all the people in town think? Also, why didn't I think of hiring topless women for my gold mine? That's fucking genius. I snap out of it and regain my focus. Do you have a deed for this mine, I ask? Yup. The big man says as he pulls a folded-up paper out of his pocket and approaches me. He sticks two fingers into his mouth and again whistles loudly. 
One by one, dynamite explodes inside too many mine shafts to count. As I duck my head, he smiles broadly. Half of his teeth are missing, and the other half are gold. Also got deeds for the rest of them, too. The men all laugh in unison, exposing their gold teeth as well. A whole team of hot, topless Dutch women strut out of the tent on cue with empty wheelbarrows, rolling them to their respective mines. These guys are way more advanced than me. Also, these women are obviously 100% authentic European chicks. It isn't like they're haggard and suffered through some hardships to escape oppression. They look happy to be doing this shit. Jesus Christ. I feel my world ending as my vision blurs, staring at the deeds. Somehow I'm able to make out the name on all of them, the Schlager Brothers. I've never heard of them. The Schlager Brothers? Where are you from, and how come I've never heard of you? West Virginia originally, but we've been here almost two years. We're mountain people, so we don't go into town much. I reckon we will now, though, he says, almost challenging me. And then it starts to sink in. Perhaps my richness has caused me to become complacent. I haven't been on the lookout at all for competition these last four years. Have I let my big swinging dick get the best of me? I shake this notion off and quickly regain my composure. Where does the name Schlager come from? It's German and Dutch, I'm told. Just like former President Martin Van Buren. Really? He took a shit in my outhouse as a kid. You don't say, he says as he softens. Hey, man, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Would you like to join us for lunch in our ritual bukkake session? Shit. I hesitate trying to resist, but he's found my weakness. Yes. Yes, I would. As much as I hate what's going on right now, a man never turns down a bukkake session. It's just disrespectful. I begrudgingly follow the schlagers as they head towards the tents. I'm definitely not in the right headspace you need to be in for an impromptu bukkake sesh. The biggest one smiles and pats me on the back. <laughs> Guess we could have left our pants off, boys, he says. <laughs> Everyone laughs as we walk into the huge tents. Mountains of gold nuggets rest on tables and makeshift scales. A huge pile of gold that has been ground down to dust is being divided by a couple brothers. One of them rolls up a dollar bill and snorts a monster fucking line of it. Next level shit, Holmes. He turns and hands me a rolled up dollar bill and points to a huge rail. You want a toot? No, I want two. Feeling everyone's eyes on me, I pull out my double nostril, golden crusted, customized snorter and pile drive two lines at once. One up each nostril. A hush falls over the room and the brothers nod at one another, impressed. Another topless blonde woman grabs my arm and whispers in my ear. This way, sir. She says seductively in a Dutch accent. She leads me in another direction where I see a smaller tent inside the tents I'm currently in. A tent inside of another tent equals mind blown. Inside the smaller tents, I see more Schlager brothers standing in line with their pants off in front of yet another beautiful nude blonde chick kneeling on the floor. It's your standard line for an informal bukkake session, so I drop my pants and wait my turn along with everyone else. As I stand there, cock exposed, I realize the unfathomable has happened. I'm not even excited.
Thousands of years ago, Asians created bukkake sessions as a way to garner trust and assert fairness after sealing a business transaction. It showed peace and harmony. Right now, I feel as if I'm sealing my business fate by standing in this line. Good thing that it's common law that another man is not permitted to look another man in the eye during the ceremony. If so, they would see my trepidation as my turn approaches. Are you nervous? Asked the beautiful blonde woman kneeling on the floor, staring up at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. For you, I say as I fake a laugh. As I tug on my penis, it feels like I'm holding a wet sock. Son of a bitch. Not here, not now. This can't happen. I need to show that mentally I have not been shaken by what has transpired, and I need to do it in impressive fashion. So I have to dig deep. I pull out the mental shovel and go inside my mind grave, also known as the go-to. Way, way back in the depths of every man's mind, they have that one go-to night. The one night that was so magical that no matter what horrific sexual situation you've gotten yourself into, you can always think of this night to finish the job. A man may go to this night a hundred times over the course of his life, depending on what his lifestyle is. <laughs> I have never gone there before, but I can't show weakness in front of these men. So I close my eyes and go there, stroking with the precision of the Harvard crew team. My go-to is the night of May 21st, 1839, when my dad finally let me drive the wagon into town by myself for the first time to pick up two sacks of oats for our family. He handed me two loaded shotguns before I left and said, Watch out for Indians. They've been robbing white people. As I rode into town, I was stopped by a hollering group of them, faces painted. Up close, I realized they were all girls and they were hot as fuck. Without saying a single word, they proceeded to rob me of my virginity. They tied me down inside the back of my wagon and raped me for hours. Right around dawn of the following morning, as the sun was rising, they gave up. One of them proposed to me when she finished. Three others were weeping as they kissed and washed my feet, calling me Spirit Dick. The last one wiped her face paint off and told me she was white, which wasn't true. That's the kind of sexual power I held, even as a boy. As I looked down at the chick kneeling on the ground in front of me, I hit my stride. Just when I'm about to unload a triple roper, I grab my bloody SJSJ handkerchief from my pocket and squeeze it tightly, screaming out, Freedom! Freedom! Shivering as if there was a chill in the air, I slowly release the hanky. By the time it hits the ground, my balls are backdrafting up into my body, and I ejac with a force that would baffle seismologists for years. The woman seems to be in shock as I take a moment to admire my masterpiece. Her body now resembles a Jackson Pollock painting. She blinks her eyes and nods in appreciation. After I zip up, I nod at the next man, letting him know that I am safely finished and he can begin. On the way out of the tiny tent, I run into the eldest Schlager. He smiles and extends his hand. Did you have a good time? He asks. I'm not shaking your hand, dude. We were just touching our dicks. So? We're rich. It doesn't count. It only doesn't count if we just completed a business transaction. You're right. Let me buy your gold mine. Name your price. Fuck you. If I sell to you, you'll be able to control the entire town. 
We already control the entire town. Now, we want everything. You control the town? That will be the fucking day. You might control this mountain, but definitely not the town. I'm still the candy man to all the toothless children. Forcing a laugh, I seal the top button on my jeans and reattach my sidearms. Although my confidence is shaken, I grab my dick like a man never flinching. I stare him down with lifeless eyes as if I have Down syndrome. You know, I never did catch your first name, I calmly say. It's Sven. Seven? No, Sven. No firsty. It's Dutch. Why do you give a shit? Well, you have to pay the engraver by the letter on your tombstone. If I were you, I'd have your brothers just ask for the numeral. It'll be cheaper. I whistle for my steed and walk out without ever breaking eye contact or blinking. Sven screams, This is just the beginning! We'll be everywhere soon! As I ride out, I think of how proud I am for pulling off that triple roper in the Bukaki sesh. But now what do I do about not being the richest man I know? I can't let a bunch of Dutch rednecks take me down. That's when it suddenly dawns on me. I need to buy up every fucking thing in town. I dig my heels hard into my steed and head straight up to the deed office. An enormous sense of urgency swells as I ride down Main Street, partially because a full string section is playing in the town square, begging for money. <laughs> Street musicians are the worst. We get it. You're poor. Move on. I tie up my steed and walk inside the deed office where I'm greeted by a long line of the filthiest sons of bitches you can imagine. Picture the people in line at a DMV and the entire front row of defendants at a DUI court combined. Yeah, let that wine breathe for a sec. Plus, showers don't really exist, so all these people stink like 10,000 Mexicans took a shit in their hands. The deed office is a place where people of every walk of life are just trying to claim anything they can get their disgusting hands on. Think about it. Alaska didn't even... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. exist yet in the 1800s. It was just a cold place where you could fuck bears if you were into that. I could buy the entire state for $80. After 30 seconds, I'm fed up with the line, so I pull out my gun and fire it into the ceiling six times. Everyone hits the floor, and I walk toward the front. I'm St. James Street, James, the richest man in town, and I'm skipping this line. Nobody says shit to me as I walk to the first deed teller, an old man in his 70s with one foot in the grave. 
He stares at me through a monocle. His name is John Monopoly. This guy's a fucking asshole. Even his own family hates him. Years later, his grandson created a board game named after him to make his name synonymous with families arguing over shitty deeds. That kid even named a property after me. What can I do for you this fine day, he says as he peers over at me at the counter. I'd like to buy every gold mine in town, please. He pulls out a large old map that looks like something Ponce de Leon used to jizz into on long voyages. You can actually hear it crack as he opens it. He slams it down on the counter in front of him, staring at it carefully. Sorry, sir, but they're all bought up, he says. By who? The Schlager brothers. They bought up every mine in town except for yours, of course. Next! Hang on, you old bag of dicks. I want to buy some more shit. What do you have in mind? How about some of the other mines, I say in a lower register? I told you, all of the other gold mines are bought up. I lean across the counter and whisper quietly, How about the silver or copper mines? What's that you say? I can't hear you. Do you have any silver or copper mines for sale? I ask, slightly raising my voice. You say you want to buy the silver or copper mines? Everyone in the entire deed office stops and stares. After a long pause, they begin laughing at me uncontrollably. <laughs> a dirty-looking Mexican man starts pointing at me, turning to the line. Copper, silver? That's what us poor people buy, he laughs. I unholster my pistol and shoot him right in the heart. He hits the ground dead as shit. Everyone quickly averts their eyes from me as the dead man is dragged out. Mr. Monopoly leans across the counter and motions me toward him with his index finger. Mr. Street James, if you want my friendly advice, I'd start saving some of your money. An audible gasp can be heard from the patrons behind me. Did you just try to sun me by spewing out financial advice, I ask? Mr. Monopoly immediately tries to backtrack. I, I, too late. I stand up from behind the desk, calmly pull out my gun and blow this motherfucker away. To emphasize my point, I pull out my other gun, unleashing the entire cylinder into him after he is already dead. I jump up onto the counter and yell, Let's get one thing straight. St. James Street James is still the richest motherfucker in this town, and for your troubles, here's some gold. Digging into my pockets, I take out handfuls of gold chunks and throw them on the floor just to watch these grimy bastards dive onto the ground and fight for them like the peasants they are. I smile to myself as I walk out. It's been a long fucking day and I need a drink, maybe a prostate or two. I deserve it. Over the next six months, the Schlager brothers slowly integrate into society and spend their gold throughout the town. I see these assholes every day. It is jolting looking at these rednecks riding down Main Street hollering weird incestuous innuendo toward one another. I'm gonna suck your dick, one of them screams out. Not if I suck yours first. Another one laughs. Just kidding, but not if it's dark, then you'll never know it was me. <laughs> After a long day, I don't need to hear that shit. I just want a drink and ten sets of tits in my face. When I hop down from my steed, I see my favorite sleepy little whorehouse going off like electricity has just been invented. I walk in and see a midget dressed in only a tuxedo shirt and a jacket, naked from the waist down, playing the piano like a tiny little Chopin. 
All of the whores are topless, dancing on top of the tables. Two of them are making out with each other on a makeshift stage that has been set up in the back of the saloon. The Schlager brothers are front and center, throwing tiny chunks of gold onto the stage. They raise mason jars full of liquor and toast each other, laughing like animals. My blood begins to boil. Behind the bar, I see Manuel serving as many drinks as he can. I have to fight my way through the crowd to get to him. Manny, what the shit is happening in here? The Slogger Brothers came in this morning, and I have been giving out free liquor all day. He screams back at me over the madness. So what? I buy drinks for the entire place all the time. Yeah, but this new liquor is fucking crazy, man. Everyone is going banana dick over it. People take a shot of it and lose their minds. What is it? Manuel grabs a bottle from behind the bar and hands it to me. The label reads Goldschlager. I feel like he's just handed me the first breast implants. I've never seen anything like it. It's some crazy hybrid liquor from Europe and West Virginia. It's got real chunks of gold in it, man. How fucking crazy is that? Here, have a shot. Everything is on the house today, courtesy of the Schlagers. Manuel pours me a shot and slides it down the bar. He holds up his own shot, and we all air cheers, drinking it together. God damn it, this shit is smooth. Manuel looks at me, and his eyes start rolling into the back of his head. I'm confused until I see a woman pop up and wipe the side of her mouth. He was getting blown the whole time we were talking. Jesus, man, that guy never gets blown either. People really are going bugfuck over this shit. He pours another shot and slings it to me. This is the greatest day of my life, Manuel screams. It's like people forgot I'm an Indian and they're treating me like a real person. He rips his leather vest off and throws it out into the crowd. Staring into the clear liquor, I see the gold flakes floating around in a trance-like motion as if they're dancing along with the music from the piano. Clear liquor doesn't exist in these parts, let alone liquor with chunks of gold in it. All I can think about is how rich the Slogger brothers keep getting. They've almost taken over the entire town in just a little over a half a year, and now they're so rich that it will make other people shit gold after drinking their liquor. Does this mean that poor people will be digging into their own shit so they can turn a profit? Will this change the balance of power between the classes? Are people going to be holding guns to each other's heads and asking them to shit their pants so they can get a score? Why am I thinking about this? I snap out of it, take the shot and slam it on the table. A man's hand slaps me on the shoulder from behind. That drink's the shit, ain't it? I quick draw and fire a shot into his stomach, then reholster without even turning around. The entire bar grinds to a halt and stares at me. Even the half-nude midget pianist stops playing and runs out of the bar. I glance down at the man I just shot, recognizing his face. It's one of the Schlager brothers from the Bukaki line. He looks up at me in disbelief as he coughs up blood. Why would you do that? He asks. No one asked me to drink and shit. You hear me? I said this drink is the shit. Now I'm dead. He closes his eyes and dies on the floor. The other Schlager brothers get up from behind their chairs and rush me, forming a half circle. I do my best to keep my back pressed against the bar so they can't surround me. 
The half-nude midget runs back in and quickly grabs his bowler hat from on top of the piano before running back out. Where the fuck is he going that he needs his bowler hat? Sven, the beefy schlager brother from earlier, steps out in front of the half circle. You killed my brother! You've got 15 more. You think I'm going to let you drink my free liquor, kill one of my brothers, and I'm just going to be cool with it? If you want to go against the hand of God, may peace be with you, I say as I point to my gun. Manuel pipes up into the background. Don't do it! St. James Street James is the fastest gun I've ever seen. He'll kill all of you. Is that so? Sven says. He's full of shit, Sven! One of the youngest brothers screams. Another brother suddenly gets brave and pulls out his pistol. Before he can even raise it past his belt line, I shoot him three times in the head, dropping him to the floor like a wet turd from a man on stilts. The schlagers howl in rage. That's two of my brothers! You're a goddamn dead man, St. James! Sven seethes. I'd hate to kill another one, but I don't think you can count that high. As Sven begins to do a silent count staring at his fingers, I shoot the two bottles of Goldschlager that Manuel is holding, and the contents explode all over the floor. Every whore in the joint hits the ground and tries to scoop up the gold flakes before they disappear beneath the floorboards. I miss the frenzy. I tip my hat to Sven and walk out. Once outside, I see my Chinaman running toward me. He's out of breath and thirsty as shit, per usual. He's trying to speak but doesn't have enough saliva to physically get out the words. I pull a canteen from my saddlebag and give it to my horse to drink. Spit it out, man. I don't have all fucking day. He licks his lips and finally musters up the words. Boss, no more gold. What did you say? Because it sounded like you said, no more gold. He nods his head yes, then passes out from dehydration. I examine his hands and notice that he has all ten fingers. He's definitely my Asian. I throw his unconscious body back up onto my steed as we ride out toward my gold mine. It's a ten-mile ride, which is even longer when you have a foul-smelling half-dead Chinaman bouncing back and forth against you from behind. When we finally reach my mine, I pull out another canteen out of my saddlebag and pour a small amount of water on my Chinaman's lips. He licks his lips softly and stirs to life, bowing appreciatively toward me. Thank you, boss. Thank you. No problem, I say, as I then proceed to dump the rest of the canteen all over my face, neck, and hands to wash off the trip. Take me inside the mine. We fire up two lanterns and walk inside the filthy mine. Soon, I am further inside than I've ever been. I shine my lantern towards the walls and I'm in awe of what I see. From ceiling to floor are elaborate drawings of people hardcore fucking. There are also drawings of a guy getting killed over and over again in different horrendous ways. The closer I study them, it appears to be the same guy who's getting killed and the guy in the drawings resembles me. I mean, they look exactly like me. How old do you think these drawings are? Probably a few hours ago. I start to think I was going to die of thirst in this mine. Is this me, the guy who keeps getting killed over and over? The Chinaman sheepishly looks away. Uh, nope. 
Different guy. Old boss. You guys are the same height, that's all. The further we go, all I see are rocks. Not a speck of gold to be found. The Chinaman picks up a hammer and pick, banging against a wall of solid rock. After a few hits, chunks of rock fall from the wall to the ground. I pick them up and examine them with my lantern. Nothing. Panic and desperation set in, and I sit down inside the mine. For a brief second, I wonder if I can just paint the rocks yellow and pass them off. Maybe no one will know. My Chinaman slinks down next to me. What are we going to do, boss? Well, I have a ton of gold that you've dug up for me over the last couple years. I suppose I can live off of that. You? Not sure. You've only paid me one cent a day the entire time I've been working for you, which has only afforded me rice and water for my family. Most days, I usually give my ration of water to my children, and I go thirsty. Have you been thirsty? I haven't noticed. Sorry about that. Here you go. I pull out yet another canteen out of my jacket and hand it to him. He smiles, genuinely touched. Thank you. No problem. Good luck with everything. When I pat him on the shoulder and walk out, I don't even have to turn back around to know that he appreciated the old empty canteen trick. As I finally make my way out, I ride off into the forest in silence. Usually, I sing Negro spirituals aloud when I ride home from work. But today, my sadness has overtaken me. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 